good evening, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I'm Nick Prater, and it's my privilege to welcome you to this midweek Lenten service, where Pastor Jake Sutton will give deliver today to eat this evening's message. All right, well, welcome to worship this evening. You, we few, we proud few, right? that line from Hamlet go, we few, we happy few, or something something like that? No? <laughs> oh, how does that line from Hamlet go, that we few, we happy few, isn't that how that goes or something? You're the principal, you're supposed to know Shakespeare and stuff. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, we are in uh, the first, I guess the first official uh, midweek of Lent, so Lent 1. Um, you'll see there one note about the service that I wanted to make mention of. You'll see there on the one, two, three, third page, the reading from Genesis is a responsive reading, uh, so you guys will be assisting with the reading of Genesis 3, so kind of be looking for that when we get there. Also, just one announcement, the, if you have not heard, uh, Herschel Worm passed away uh, yesterday evening, and his funeral is this coming Saturday at 11 a.m. here at the church, and the visitation I just saw is from 5 to 7, I believe, at Buchanan in Monette. Um, you can go to their website as well to see that, and then uh, probably tomorrow, um, June will be sending out a phone blast about that as well. So please... Uh, Friday, yep, yep. Uh, so please keep his family in your prayers as well. Let's open our service today with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for this evening. Lord, we ask now that as we worship you, that you would open our hearts and our minds to your words of love and truth and mercy and peace. Lord, we pray, uh, as we always do when we are here to worship, to be served by you through your word, Lord, that you would give us a zeal tonight for your house of worship here. In Jesus' name, amen. We sing our first hymn, My Song is Love Unknown. That's number 430. We're going to sing verses 1 through 4, number 430.
Please stand. Hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For I am a soldier with you, against like all my fathers. Thus declares the Lord of hosts, return to me, says the Lord of hosts. And I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sign shall flee away. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For I am a soldier with you, a guest of all my fathers. We are on a journey from a deserved exile to a gracious promised land. Although we merit nothing because our Heavenly Father promises forgiveness and mercy to all who call on Him for Jesus' sake, let us go to Him, confessing our sins. Heavenly Father, we are fallen creatures, prone to hiding our, our faults from one, from one another, yet knowing our sins are laid bare before you. Forgive us and clothe us with Christ's own righteousness. We have erred and strayed from your way. Forgive us and turn our feet toward the paradise you promised. You have attempted to placate your just demands by our own efforts. Forgive us for the sake of your Son's sacrifice in our sin. We have often failed to reflect the new life you granted to us in our baptism. Forgive us and drown the old Adam within us. We have eaten forbidden fruit in our disobedient thinking, speaking, and acting. Forgive us and grant us the new life born on the tree of the cross. We have failed to trust your care and protection as we journey through this wilderness. Forgive us and accompany us on our pilgrim way. Our gracious God, even when we were dead in our trespasses, has made us alive together with Christ. You who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. May he who began this good work in you bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. A day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young. And to altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise. A day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. Blessed are those whose strength is in you. In whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, 
They make it a place of, of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. A day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold. For those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. A day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. Please be seated. We continue with the first reading from Genesis chapter 3, and as I said, it will be a responsive reading as, as it is printed in your bulletin. After Adam and Eve sinned, God spelled out the results of their disobedience. But he also clothed them and promised that a descendant of Eve would triumph over Satan. A reading from the third chapter of Genesis. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between her offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, but he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is, it, cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. The man called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife arms of skins and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing good and evil. Now, lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man. And at the yeast of the Garden of Eden, he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. The second reading is from Revelation chapter 22. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, through the middle of the street of the city. Also on either side of the river, the tree of life, with its, with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be anything, uh, no longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will be no more. They will need no light of lamp or sun, 
for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. O Lord, have mercy on us. Please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. From Luke chapter 13. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. When Jesus saw her, he called over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and she glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, There are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. And the Lord answered him, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? As he said these things, all of his adversaries were put to shame, and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. Here ends the gospel reading for this evening. Please be seated. We sing our next hymn, Hail Thou Once Despised Jesus, number 531.
me please. Dear God, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A beautiful, perfect place, paradise. God created the heavens and the earth. God created all living creatures that crawl on the ground, that swim in the waters and that fly in the air. God created man. In his own image, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And it was good. It was very good. It was perfect. He placed man, the crown of his creation, in a beautiful garden called Eden. Indeed, it was beautiful because it was perfect. There was no need to labor and till the ground because it produced all that the man needed in abundance. There was no need to worry about the weather because the world was perfect and danger did not exist. There was no need to worry about anything because everything was exactly right, exactly perfect, and exactly how God intended it to be. However, the best reality of all was the relationship God had with the crown of his creation. God and man were united in perfect unity. It was an amazing relationship. God and man walked hand in hand, talked face to face, lived in perfect communion. A beautiful, perfect place with God and man united in a beautiful and perfect relationship. The beautiful Garden of Eden, the place where God and man dwelled together in perfect harmony. And so it was in the beginning. But man desired it to be like God. The old evil foe tempted Adam and Eve to question the beautiful relationship by casting doubt on God's integrity. Satan whispered that God was hiding something from them, holding back the ability to be like him. They believed Satan, and they ate of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and they tasted death. A beautiful, perfect place lost. Paradise lost. An amazing relationship severed. A chasm opened up. An eternal immortality exchanged for everlasting suffering and death. Adam and Eve sinned and were driven from the Garden of Eden, and their return was forbidden by the flaming sword of the cherubim. They were exiled from a perfect place of light and beauty and thrown into the darkness, a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. They were exiled, and their return was forbidden. Their access to the tree of life was cut off. Dust to dust. We are created in God's image from the dust now only to be returned to the dust in disgrace. We are created to live forever in the presence of God, now only to be exiled to a land of darkness and death. Far from the, far from the face of God with its light and grace. How tragic for Adam and Eve. How tragic for their children. How tragic for us. Exiled like Adam and Eve from the beautiful garden, 
exiled from before the face of God, from before the presence of God, exiled and driven out into the darkness of a sin-damaged world with sin-filled hearts. You see, sin exiles man from God. Sin exiles us from the courts of heaven, from the courts of everlasting life. Oh, if we become perfect, if we resist all sin and walk in absolute purity, if we are found to be righteous in God's sight by the work of our hands, then, only then, could we return to the garden. Its gates would be thrown open, and we would be received with great rejoicing. Once again, the garden would be our dwelling place, and God would be our constant companion as we would walk together once more in the cool of the day we became perfect. But our sin is ever before us. We cannot return from exile by our own reason or strength. We cannot enter into the presence of God by means of the work of our hands. We cannot. We find ourselves helpless and hopeless, wandering in the darkness. We hang our heads, unable to look our Creator in the face, unable to see His glory, unable to meet His eye. We are sinners, exiled from the garden, exiled from the presence of God. We cannot return on our own. The journey is too difficult, too demanding, too treacherous. We need help. We need a champion. We need one who will restore us to God's presence, one who will return us to the garden. A Redeemer, a Messiah, the Christ. This is what God promised Adam and Eve as they were expelled from the Garden of Eden. God told them that that the darkness would be overcome by the one who would do battle with the evil serpent. The seed of the woman would crush the head of Satan even as her seed suffered the pain and and in and after her seed suffered the pain and in dignity of bruised flesh the promised one would overcome the ultimate battle would be fought on a cross the burden he would carry to the cross would be our sin the sacrifice would be his body christ would suffer what we deserve he would bear what we could not and he would accomplish that which, was all, which has always escaped us, a return from the exile of sin and death. The Christ, Jesus, on the tree, removed the dividing wall of hostility. The blood of Jesus, the Lamb, cleanses and returns us to our God. And Jesus, the Lamb, declares, Today you will be with me in paradise. And so it has come to pass. We have been redeemed and restored by our champion, Jesus Christ. He has fought the good fight in our place and overcome all that kept us from the garden. Paradise lost to paradise won. The gates of the garden of heaven stand open before us. We who were exiled from Eden shall return from the gates of everlasting life. Indeed, the day shall come when we will walk through those gates and see the Lamb on His throne. There we shall see the waters of life flowing around the tree of life. There we shall bask in the light that is the Lamb and dwell in His presence forever. Garden to garden, 
from Eden to heaven, a return from exile. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, we gather our tithes and offerings. Midweek Lenten services will continue next Wednesday evening at Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. Please join us in person or by means of this broadcast on freistatradio.com. You can also join us on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for our Sunday morning worship service. Adult Bible Stat classes are held at 8.45 a.m. each Sunday morning. Please join us either in person or by means of this broadcast. Our Sunday morning broadcast is also broadcast on radio. Listening to the inviting word of God, full of grace and truth, let us go to him in confident prayer. Gracious God, offering full and free forgiveness, we come in spiritual sackcloth and ashes, painfully aware of our sins and pains. Graciously wash us and clothe us with the robe of Christ's own righteousness, so that we may live eternally with all your sins. Eden's Lord and ours. Hear us and all who call out to you in pain and sorrow, sweat and tears. Remind us of your painful victory over every temptation and strengthen us to follow where you have led the way. Loving Father, calling us to Mount Calvary, 
Remove from us our fear of your righteous judgment for our sins. Strengthen our faith in all availing sacrifice of your Son and our sin. Spirit of life, remind us again of our baptism, in which our old Adam was drowned. Strengthen us to live in the freedom of the children of God. Lord Jesus, Savior and Guide, Give us the eyes of faith to see the tree of life awaiting us in heaven, and guide us to follow where you have led the way. Protecting Father, assure us of your presence on our journey through the desert of this world, and bring us at last to the paradise purchased by your Son. O Holy Spirit, nourish our faith and restore our souls each time we come to the table of the Lord and receive his body and blood. A poor taste of the feast to come. Holy and merciful Lord over all. We feel the burden of our sins. Renew in us the faith that your Son has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, giving his life for ours. Everlasting Father, our Savior has conquered death. Fill us with rejoicing, confident that we shall therefore gather around the eternal throne of the Lamb, your Son. Who with you and the Holy Spirit are one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord God, you led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. God, the people of your church, that following our Savior, we may walk through the wilderness of this world toward the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, from whom, all, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, bless and keep you. Amen. Please be seated. We sing verses 5 through 7 of My Song is Love Unknown, number 430.
now in peace as you serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. It has been our pleasure to bring you this Lenten service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on ChristatRadio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things.